Friends, there's a great question in tonight's gospel that I want to get to. But first, a question of my own. Is everyone comfortable in this chapel right now? In the balcony, comfortable? Some people are like, yeah, we're fine. If you're not comfortable, good. Well, that's an interesting message on Welcome Weekend at Carroll College. But here's the deal. I hope you didn't come to Carroll to be comfortable. And I hope you didn't come to Mass to be comfortable. It's an interesting thing in our culture. We go to such great efforts to make ourselves comfortable. But I can't find that anywhere in the gospel. That's never validated. Now, what I know is found in the gospel is a Lord who comforts. But to be comforted and to be comfortable, I'm not sure those are the same things. So what's the deal? I was reminded of a great line from Pope Benedict XVI, oft quoted at this point. He said, the world offers you comfort, but you were not made for comfort. You were made for greatness. What a great line. The world offers you comfort, but you were not made for comfort. You were made for greatness. So I hope that you came to Carol to become great. And I hope that you came to Mass to become great not superior to other people, because the greatness that Pope Benedict is talking about is the greatness that happens when the grace of Jesus Christ, the grace of salvation, when the divine life breaks into our lives, when it shatters our hardened hearts and opens us to the divine life, and that that life enters us and transforms us and then flows through us so we transform other people and the whole world. In short, we're called to be saints. That's what that means. So you chose a good school. But that's what it's about. And it's for all of us, which is an interesting way to read the question in the gospel tonight. Will only a few people be saved? Basically, is salvation only for a few people, like those who go to Carroll College, and not for others? like those who go to Montana Tech. <laughs> Short answer, yes. <laughs> End of homily, I'm done. <laughs> no, no, we love our brothers and sisters at Montana Tech in the same way that Jesus loves all sinners, right? So, <laughs> wants them all to be saved. So we'll pray for them, all right? Prayers down to Butte, okay? Do you see why Jesus doesn't answer that question? Will only a few people be saved? How does he answer? He says, strive to enter through the narrow gate. That verb, strive, is a perfect word for us at the start of this school year. And for some of you at the start of your time at Carroll College. Strive to enter through the narrow gate. That's the answer for anyone who wants to do anything great with their life. Anyone who wants to really follow Jesus, to strive. That word is great. It means to resist. 
to struggle, to put up a fight, to compete. I don't find anything comfortable about that charge. And that's the way it is with discipleship. We're not made to be comfortable in following Jesus. We're made to be right behind him, to resist certain things in our life, to struggle against certain things in the world, to put up a fight, the good fight of faith, to compete, as St. Paul says, to compete well for the faith, to dig in and give it, to be all in for the Lord. Because the reality is salvation, to be saved, is no small thing. There's no cheap grace, as Dietrich Bonhoeffer wrote of. It costs Jesus more than we'll ever know. And to be saved, we actually have to say yes to that grace. See, God loves us so much that he won't violate our free will. You get what you want. You want to go to heaven? You'll go to heaven. You want to go to hell? You'll go to hell. You get what you want because the Lord respects our freedom. If you desire him, if you strive for holiness, will he meet you a thousand percent? And will he comfort you when you fail? Yeah. But he will never make you comfortable because to be comforted and to be comfortable aren't the same thing. Now I know they're not the same thing. I said I wasn't sure earlier. Now I know they're not. They're not the same thing. The Lord calls us to greatness. But to be great in the ways that matter, we have to say yes. And it's going to be a battle, my friends. It will be a battle because there's so much in me and in you that prefers to be comfortable rather than to be great. You know, I have a friend who's a former Green Beret. And I was talking to him one time. I told some of the gentlemen this at a retreat. I said, what's it like? How do you get ready for real live fire? Like when someone's actually shooting a weapon trying to kill you. How do you train for that? He said, you know what? You can't. What happens is you revert back to the level of your training. You can't be ready. You revert back to the level of your training. So we have to train up so much so that when the real thing happens, we revert back to what we've been trained for. So too in the spiritual life. Did you listen to the letter to the Hebrews? Do not disdain the discipline of the Lord or lose heart when reproved by him. For whom he loves, he disciplines. It's not going to be comfortable. Listen. At the time, all discipline seems not a cause for joy, but for pain. Yet later, it brings the peaceful fruit of righteousness to those who are trained by it. What does the Lord ask of us at the beginning of this year? To be disciplined disciples. To be men and women who've been trained by him to actually follow him. Not just to play the game of salvation, to say, Lord, Lord, that's not enough. But to actually let his grace take control of our lives, to change us, 
to make us actually different. That's what we're called for. That's what we're meant for. We have to strive for it. Will we do it perfect? No. We won't do it perfect. And when we make mistakes, Jesus will comfort us. We will be comforted by his mercy, by his forgiveness, by his encouragement. But that will never make us comfortable, or it shouldn't. It should make us want to strive all the more. I talked to a dad today. I can't remember who it was. I met a lot of dads today. He said that he had brought lots of kids to different schools. And he said, and he just said how impressed he was with how Carol welcomed everyone and, you know, everything getting moved in and all the, the smoothness of the process. And then he said, he said to me, Carol's different. Good. I hope we are. I hope we were today, right? But I hope we're different in something that matters much, much, much more than an opening welcome weekend. Because that's pretty easy to pull off. I hope we're actually different. I hope that here at this school we're different in the way that we boldly and unapologetically stand with and for Jesus Christ. I hope we're different. I hope we're different in that way. I hope we're different in that everyone here would leave tonight encouraged to strive for daily holiness. To do it every day, wherever you are from. Those of you who stay at Carroll, those of you who go back home. To strive every day for everyday holiness. I hope we strive to place God's will first in our lives. I hope we strive to say yes to what he wants for us rather than planning our own life, rather than making all the decisions for ourselves and by ourselves. I hope we're different in that we strive each day to serve rather than be served, to realize this life is not about us. I hope we're different in that we reject mediocrity and we choose to be great in what matters to God. I hope we're different in that the expectation here is that we help each other dare to become saints. And it is a dare. I dare you this semester, this year, to seek Christ and not comfort. It's a risk. It's not easy. It's not comfortable. But we're made for it. We're not made for comfort. We're made for greatness and the greatness of discipleship in real relationship with Jesus Christ. Never comfortable, but comforted by the grace that Jesus offers each one of us and strengthened by that grace so we can strive to know him, to love him, and to serve him right now, not later, right now, so we experience the fullness of what God has for us. Saints, let's begin. Let's do it together. Let's strive to be great in what matters to God.